Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Boo. Yes, it's the final week of October, which means we have the World Series, college football, the NFL, NHL action, the NBA, UFC, soccer, and let's not forget about that college basketball right around the corner. Since we're almost obliged to have a Halloween commercial, let's make it a scary good one. Until midnight on October 31st, no costume is required to get a 31% discount on one all-access package of your choice at both Wait to Talk and Sports Memo using coupon code BOO31 at checkout. This coupon will save you over $12 on a one-day all-access that includes any 5% plays. And it'll also save you over $18 off a 3-day all-access. Or why not go big and save over $90 off a 30-day all-access? Or perhaps take over business for the next year by saving over $600 with a 12-month all-access package. Coming out to just $3.77 per day for the next 365 days. Coupon code BOO31 expires at midnight on Halloween. But remember to use it wisely as this coupon can only be used once at Wager Talk and once at Sports Memo. For my friend and I, happy Halloween. Welcome, everybody, to Wager Talk today. I'm Lawrence Presman. He's Teddy Covers. You're watching the best daily sports betting show on the planet. Teddy, who's on today, bro? Who's on? Tell us. We have Tokyo Brandon opening up the show. He's going to talk a little college football, Notre Dame and Syracuse, and some EuroLeague basketball as well. Tokyo always keeps his eye on the sports abroad. Steve Merrill is going to join us as well. He's going to talk a little college football, Old Dominion and Georgia State, and some NFL on Sunday, Commanders and Colts. My big game breakdown, NBA on ESPN tonight. We'll talk some Lakers nuggets. And, of course, to close out the show, Arthur DeCesar from the Westgate Superbook. Should be a lot of fun on today's program. Teddy, uh, I went 2-1 and one in the uh, Daily Presidential Address yesterday. I lost the over in the Seattle-Buffalo game by one goal. I bring this up because I have a quick question, and then we're bringing Tokyo Brandon straight in. Um, look, I took, uh, I told everyone the LA Kings over Tampa Bay, and I got a lot of slack for it. A lot of people in the chat, in the comment section after the show, was talking about how Tampa Bay had beaten the LA Kings ten games in a row. Now they don't play in the same conference; they only play each other twice a year. That means over the last five years, Tampa Bay has beaten the LA Kings. Why would I take the LA Kings walking into that type of a spot? My question to you is, 
how much weight do you put in those type of stats, you know, making it up? Uh, Tom Brady has beat uh, Lamar Jackson 12 times in a row. Uh, how important is that, or do you not care at all about that kind of statistic? So for the NHL, I don't care at all because I don't handicap the NHL. For other sports, it is something to consider. It is certainly not the only piece of the puzzle. It is probably not one of the primary pieces of the puzzle. Right. The primary piece of the puzzle is this year's team against this year's team. And that's what you're trying to handicap. You want to look back, especially with teams that only play once or twice a year uh, against one another. That series history isn't particularly meaningful for me, but it's something we talk about. It's something we consider. Um, so I guess I'd weight it as a group, you know, I'd weight it a little bit, not a lot. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I mean, it obviously, there is obviously something there, but it's, it's not something that I heavily, uh, lean on, which ultimately is why we took the Kings yesterday. Uh, Tokyo, Brandon, my friend, welcome to so, wager talk to, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, who, who won the won? game? I didn't, I don't look at hockey final scores. Did the, I already <laughs> told everybody the kick. The Kings blew him out. Yeah. Good job yeah. with the presidential address. Speaking of blowing it out, our KISS fan, Tokyo Brandon, joining us. I knew that. What's I knew up, that was Gene coming. Simmons? <laughs> my actual, actually, my favorite member is Ace Fraley, but yeah, okay. Uh, they don't blow, though. They're, they're actually pretty good, so. Okay, we'll go with that. I was uh, I was actually surprised that you took that, that the Kings won yesterday. I, I took it took some cojones to pick the Kings yesterday. That was good. Yeah, not so much. It was very very short dog. It wasn't it wasn't like when I picked Arizona at plus five fifty against the Leafs uh, last that, Monday. That was a courageous play. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Okay, dude, let's get <laughs> into it. We got Notre Dame playing Syracuse in yes, college football. Have. This week, yes, we do. Tell us how yes, to bet do. this game. So Syracuse has been playing out of their mind, but they just hit a roadblock. They they had uh, they had Clemson on the ropes. They couldn't quite get the job done. Uh, so, but Syracuse is a much better team than Notre Dame here, and you know Notre Dame is 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 allowing points in bunches to teams like UNLV and North Carolina. I looked at the team total and I'm going with the Syracuse team total over 23 and a half here. Um, you know, I mean, they just scored 21 on Clemson. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't see how uh, Notre Dame holds Syracuse under 24 points in this game. Uh, I, I like Syracuse to win as well, but more than that, you know, it, it should be a little bit of a flat spot form. But Notre Dame just gave up 21 to UNLV. They gave up. 32 to North Carolina. I don't see how Syracuse doesn't score 20 over 23 in this one. So I'm on the Syracuse team total over 23 and a half in this game. It's a client play I put out uh, a few days ago. Did you just compare Syracuse's offense to North Carolina's offense with a straight face? That, <laughs> that, that, that's a that's a baffling thing. I mean, Syracuse, I, I'll give Syracuse all the credit in the world. All right. In terms of yeah. being able to yeah. put together an offensive game plan. But in terms of skill position talent, North Carolina's fourth stringers have uh, more NFL potential than Syracuse's first stringers. Um, yeah, but talk about, about UNLV game. That's kind of a flat spot <laughs> yeah. for the Rebels. Uh, for Notre Dame, certainly a flat spot for Notre Dame last week against UNLV. I'm not surprised yes. their defense uh, didn't play well. 
But you know, this is Syracuse offense that couldn't get a first down in the first half against a good, the first good defense they played last week. They got another good defense this week. You think they're going to get to 24? Or you don't believe in the yes. fighting Irish defense? I guess that's the Oh, case. absolutely get to 24. I, I don't think Notre Dame is any better than North Carolina State. And Syracuse had no problem scoring 24 on North Carolina State. So, uh, And also Syracuse is at home. Notre Dame is traveling. Uh, I thought Notre Dame looked really bad against UNLV, even though they beat them 44-21. Uh, UNLV is, is almost a, a Division II team. So I don't see how they don't score 24 against Notre Dame here. We can argue Tokyo, all day, but we'll see, how, we'll see who wins. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I, I'm not trying to argue with you. All I'm trying to do is uh, – so people say all, all you do is find the other side, I find know. the other side. You know, no, and, and I, know. I, I, I do play a devil's advocate with my role. That's part of my role. Is and you do it. Do and you do it. You do it very well. <laughs> Thank you. No. Teddy Terrible. is the consummate professional. I love Teddy. Okay. Uh, are you done <laughs> kissing <Yes>. his tochas? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Uh, and in case you guys want to know, uh, Tokyo Brandon, uh, this is correct, right? You are the number one college football expert so far this year at wagertalk.com. So far this year, yeah, I'm up 31, 31%. Yeah. Perfect. So, guys, that take true. that seriously. Syracuse team total over. Brandon's also the number three most profitable handicapper at Wager Talk this calendar year. And uh, he's a good dude. Bad music taste, but a really, really good dude, nevertheless. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. No, my my play. Always there to compliment you, dude. Uh, And I'm always there standing next to you when you're at the craps table trying to make me look. (laughs) Shut up. Okay. EuroLeague yes, basketball, Byron Munich yes. against yes. <laughs> another team. Who's going to win? <laughs> you can just call him uh, Red Star. Uh, it's a Serbian team, Red Star, against uh, Bayern Munich. Uh, their actual uh, team name is is uh, Servena Zveda. But, uh, yeah, you can call him Red Star. Um, Bayern Munich is a big underdog in this one, and I don't know why, because Bayern Munich just, just – crushed this team in April by almost 30 points. Um, I have Bayern Munich winning this by at least eight, and they're getting three and a half or two and a half, depending on which book you look at. So uh, I'm all over Bayern. I'm actually going to take them on the money line here because it's a plus 120. The last time I checked it, it might have dropped down to plus 110. Either way, it's plus money if you take Bayern on the money line. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, you got the logos up too. Very nice. Very nice, yes. Uh, Savannah, you can just call him Red Star. Um, I don't think Baron Munich will have a tr- will will have trouble uh, winning this game. So I'm all over Baron. You can take the points if you like, but I'm going to be a little more daring and take him on the money line for plus one fifty. Teddy has a follow up. Teddy has a follow up on really? this game. What? Where Theodore are you going here, Theodore? So I was just looking for the game and I can't find it. Where? What league is this? That I want to be Sorry, betting here. This is this is Euro League, and it's actually not until Friday night uh, in the U.S. So it's it's a little ways mm. down the road. So uh, you'll probably find it if you if you uh, look uh, down there. But uh, it's actually Friday <laughs> night. It's a couple days away. That's probably why you didn't find it. It's not tonight. So uh, you can get your bets in now. This line probably by the time game time starts, Baron will probably be a favorite. So if you get some plays yeah. in, if you get your bets in now, 
uh, it'll be a little more advantageous for you. Uh, so what's the bet again? My apologies. It's, it's, it's Red Star on the money line. No, I'm taking no, no, no. I'm taking Baron on the money line. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I gotta I think... tell you, man. Uh, we have a listener, John Paragudakis. I definitely okay. mucked that up. He says Red Star's home advantage is second to none. It's a very tough environment to play. Super loud. Red Star has a very physical brand of basketball. John, man, uh, I'd like to trade Tokyo for you. That was some really good analysis, dude. Way to go, John. <laughs> so that might explain why they're 0-1 at home when they lost to Pantheonacos. <laughs> That's one game, that. dude. I am defending John. <laughs> that is one game. John is talking about sure. over a much greater period of time. Anyway, I hear you. Third I most you. profitable handicapper good... at Wager Talk, Tokyo Brandon, number one in college football. What do you have to promote? Uh, I am promoting. Actually, Wager Talk's doing a uh, Boo Thirty One is the promo code. But uh, I have a lot of places. I put out. I'm a. I'm more of a volume player than a than a than a than a, a one or two play day a guy like you are, Prez. So uh, I'm more like a volume. I like to put out maybe. I don't know. I, I'd say on the average, I put four or five plays out a day. Uh, yesterday, I just went five and two in Japanese basketball. Uh, so if you use the promo code Boo Thirty One, you get thirty one percent, or you get thirty one percent off a one day or a thirty day pass. So I would recommend going to my Wager Talk page and using boo 31 for 31% off. Besides that, I put out $9 plays in Chinese basketball, Asian baseball, all the uh, non-US sports. I have $9 plays out every day. So check Tokyo Brandon's page at wagertalk.com. Awesome stuff, Tokyo Brandon, everyone. will be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, Teddy, um, I went, uh, I, I'm so frustrated, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm so like, dude, every free pick I'm putting out in hockey is a winner. Every freaking one, not everyone. Okay. I'm, I'm like five and one in, 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 in this week in uh, hockey free picks, but it's like, oh, why aren't I putting them all out for my clients? Why do I have to keep only putting out one play a day? Oh, it's so, it's so frustrating, but, uh. And, and, and I was talking about this on, on Puck Time today, and I was talking about something you said last year to me, and that is, man, when you're seeing it right, and I am seeing hockey right, I'm nine and four for my clients and probably like 30 and five in free picks. Um, put out more plays. That's what you say. When you're seeing it right, put out more plays. And I just can't seem to do it. Yeah. Well. Try harder. Try harder. Anything else you want to bitch yeah. about? I like the salmon jacket, bro. I, I, I'm i wearing the salmon shirt. I didn't know we would be so matchy-matchy. Uh, what did you learn in the wonderful world of sports betting last night? So we got a Twitter question uh, yesterday from more, uh, from Monty Moore, at More Monty on uh, Twitter. Um, and I love the Twitter questions. We appreciate them very much. We do our best to answer them on air when given the chance. Yesterday, during my big game breakdown, I was talking about rules of thumb for Thursday night games in the NFL. I said I like to bet against first-year coaches, and I like to bet against older quarterbacks. 
And the question was, what's your rule of thumb for an old QB, Teddy? Maybe 35? Thanks. QBs show us when they're old. It's not so much an age, per se. It's uh, showing you that they're not at the top of their game. So far this year, quarterbacks who have looked old to me, came with a little list. You know, and it doesn't matter actually how old they are. Matt Ryan's looked old. All right. Tom Brady's looked old. Joe Flacco looked old. Aaron Rodgers has looked old. Russell Wilson's only 33. I might put him on the list. Ryan Tannehill's only 34. I might put him on the list. Matthew Stafford's only 34. He might be on it too. So it's not necessarily at exactly how old you are. You know, it's how old are you playing? And right now, certainly when it comes to the Thursday night NFL games, that's the key factor to me as opposed to an actual age. So it's not 35 or older. It's how old is this QB playing? Right. Certainly Tom Brady's playing like an old quarterback in recent weeks. Appreciate the question. There's my take. What about you, Prez? You have a age limit on this kind of stuff? No, and I think the eye test is very reasonable. You know, you look at somebody like Matt Ryan, and he's like, what, 10 years younger than Brady? Not 10, but maybe eight, nine years younger. And Ryan's at 37 nine years... or 38. Yeah. So six, Brady's seven. So yeah, so yeah. there you go. Pretty close. Oh, bugger <laughs> off, Steve. We don't need your hand gestures in the background. Uh, anyway. Yeah, and and, and Matt Ryan looks really, really old, bro. So I'm with you. That's why Matt Ryan's on the bench right now. Enough. (laughs) So boo, boo, thirty one is the promo code that Tokyo Brandon gave out. It's I think thirty one percent off of any package from any handicapper. Uh, So you can use that site wide. You can use it to buy Teddy, me, Brandon, Steve, anybody you want. That promo ends on October thirty first. Take advantage of it, guys. Uh, it, it'll definitely uh, look saving money is a good thing always. And uh, especially when you're buying handicappers that can win consistently, Steve Merrill joining us, Steve, anything to add so far to this show? Yes. I was trying to help you out as a Teddy could read the hand signals. Ryan is 37. And the reason I know this is because we're going to talk about the commanders and Colts game here in a couple of moments. That's the NFL game I'm using. And that is something I was looking up last night. So I knew for a fact that Ryan was 37. Would not have known it two days ago, but I knew it last night. Okay, well, there you go. You want to go? Let's. Why don't we just start right there, dude? Colts minus three against the Commanders. Man, tough game here to bet again, to bet on from my perspective. Um, I would lean on the under here. Uh, it's a shame we're not seeing Wentz versus Ryan, but so be it. I'm damn curious where you're going. Yeah, we're not seeing either one of them, right? So um, Matt Ryan is never going to play again for the Indianapolis Colts. And the more I was reading on this game last night and doing my research, um, they've got these injury things built into his contract. And once again, he's 37 years old. And if he gets hurt, it triggers like another $12 million payout in March or something crazy. Um, They're going to probably try to trade him. I doubt anybody's going to want to take on that contract. Um, But from the sources in Indianapolis, it looks like Matt Ryan will never step foot again on the field for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they're making the youth movement to the second-year player, Ellinger, out of Texas. He was really good his senior year at Texas. And yep. uh, they're going to have Nick Foles will now be the backup this week. Uh, they hopped over Foles to put the young guy in. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how great he was in the preseason. Uh, he only had like four incompletions in three games. He had a QB rating over 100 in all three games. He looked really good in the preseason this year. So there is some upside here. 
And Taylor Heineke will be in for the Commanders. Uh, he is serviceable. He actually played fairly well, uh, very consistent last year in multiple starts, but he's nothing great. I'll take a flyer here with the Colts. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty, obviously, with the new quarterback. Uh, but, you know, it's not like there's much room for them to go down. Ten points last week against Tennessee. Uh, the other thing that jumped out about this game, the reason I dug in a little bit, bit deeper is I've started to do my consensus work for the week. Um, I'll have that video, of course, on Saturday here. The NFL fade the public. And one thing that's always a huge red flag for me is public dogs in the NFL. Last week, the Packers were one of the most public plays. We all know the uh, Packers lost outright. And now all of a sudden the public goes from fading the commanders to not only backing them, which is unusual, but backing them as a dog. Uh, Indianapolis looks like a contrarian play this week. Uh, line is minus three, minus 105 in most spots. Uh, because the commanders look public, I would wait. You might get a two and a half by kickoff this weekend. So I saw a positive quote from the commanders this past week, and it kind of stood out to me as being a real positive quote. Uh, one of those that I didn't necessarily want to step in front of. Uh, and let me just find it real here. Of course, I had it a minute ago, and something's going on with my computer, so it's just everything's bouncing back up to the top. So I apologize. Um, what would you say to me if if that happened to me, Teddy? What What would you say live on air to me if my computer was t- giving t- me problems and making Teddy me would not say you should have gone with the college football game first because he probably had that follow up ready. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Uh, it, was a, it was a okay. It's just Teddy, we'll we'll come back to you, bro. I I I I have a question for both of you guys in regards to a quote, and and one that I'm going to talk about. I'm filming the NFL presidential address in an hour. I'm going to be discussing it then. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the press conference uh, came out and said something to the extent of, "I think it's great that we're going into Buffalo, and maybe we'll get exposed. It's a good thing if we get exposed." The reason I bring this quote up is, what the hell? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, it's like he's literally saying, I want to go to Buffalo and I want to get annihilated. So that way I can prove to the management they didn't get me any wide receivers. They don't care about the offense. They haven't built a good team around me. None of this is my fault. Bugger you all. Let's get blown out in Buffalo. Teddy, I'll go to you first. What is your take on that quote? And is it something, I think it's something that should be put into the handicap. I definitely look to put quotes into the handicap because that's a way you can get a, a sense of what a team's mentality is at any given moment. Green Bay does not have a bet on mentality right now. I'm not looking for any reason to be betting uh, on the Packers at this moment. A quote like that to me, uh, Prez, Tells us, one, Rodgers doesn't love his teammates all that much this year. And that's been nope. pretty clear uh, from the get-go. Uh, and it certainly hasn't changed of late. The quote that I was looking for, talking about the game that we're supposed to be talking about right now with the Commanders and the Colts, uh, was from Terry McLaurin. Quote, talking about uh, Heineke, uh, all right, in that contest. Uh, and, geez, Louise, it just did it again. I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I got to figure out what the problem is. Why is this? Why? Why is stuff jumping around for me while I'm just about to read the gosh darn quote? Uh, here it is. Quote: He plays like it's talking about Heineke. He plays like it's his last game every single time. That energy just spreads throughout the team. You want him to be able to make that play to elevate. You want to be able to make that play to elevate him. Um, that was as strong a bet on quote as I've seen from Washington all year. 
What's your take? Yeah, like I said, I, I don't think Heineken is necessarily a negative. I'm not sure there's a big difference between Wentz and Heineken. This is a guy whose second start ever was that playoff game against Tampa a couple years ago. And, um, you know, he played really well at home against Brady in that loss. And he played most of the games last year as a starter. I'm just kind of taking a flyer that Ellinger might be really good. I, I'm pulling up his preseason stats here. He had three preseason games this year. He was um, combined 24 for 29 in the three games. Eight, 12.4, and 9.3 yards per pass in the three games. Quarterback ratings of 139, 157, which is perfect, and 100. I mean, this guy was lights out in the three preseason games. I like the fact the game's at home, Teddy, also. And I also like the fact the commanders are in a little bit of a letdown spot after a home dog win, now going as a road dog. And once again, we got that public dog consensus angle as well. be interesting to see if this hits two and a half, uh, currently three minus 05. So it's a game we'll keep an eye on this week. Steve Merrill joining us, everyone. Uh, exclusive handicapper over at wagertalk.com and also a good dude. Steve is rolling as well, 37 and 27. Football run, 54 and 38. All sports run. Uh, just killing it, Steve. It's been an outstanding year for you. Yeah, it's been great. And, um, you know, last weekend was actually a, a great Saturday and then a subpar Sunday in the NFL. But as you know, Prez, NFL has been going well for all of us, especially in the contest of the Westgate or whatnot. So I expect a huge NFL Sunday bounce back. College football, perfect 5-0 and sweep last Saturday. So just shows why it's important to play all sports every day. We have football, baseball, and basketball going this week. Four major sports, college and pro football, baseball, World Series, NBA, U31. Look, guys, I brought it out early. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boo. Boo 31. 31% off oh any all God. access right now. Steve Merrill. Please never do that again. Never do that again. Uh, Old, Domin- Old Dominion at Georgia State. Minus three and a half for the home team. Total of 55. Where are you going, Steve? Yeah, yeah, we talked about Taylor Heineke, right? Where did he play in college? Old Dominion University, and Old Dominion was an offensive juggernaut under Heineke, and they've actually been pretty much every single season since they went Division 1A, and they made a fast transfer from FCS to FBS out of the Colonial uh, a few years back. Did it very, pretty successfully, but their offense has really been stagnant the last couple seasons, and they're actually getting by more defense this year. And this is kind of a sneaky under I wanted to talk about. We've seen some sharp money come in on the under this week, dropped it a couple points, Pretty certain that the public is not betting an Old Dominion Georgia State total on Monday in the week. So this is a sharp money move. I agree with the move on the under here. I wanted to point it out on the show. And one of the reasons I like the under here is neither team throws the ball well. They're both below average passing. Um, Both pass defense hold the matchup edge statistically against the opposing offense. Georgia State runs the ball extremely well, 232 yards per game. Old Dominion actually 4.4 yards per rush. So I think both teams are going to run the ball more than they pass. That keeps the clock moving. It's kind of an old-school handicap here and uh, a sneaky under that most people aren't looking at. So we'll play Old Dominion, Georgia State under the total on Saturday. That goes at 3 p.m. Eastern. So two weeks ago, Old Dominion hung 49 on Coastal Carolina. and That offense was unstoppable uh, that day. They really marched the ball up and down the field. Um, and that's what they do. 
And, you know, that's what they're capable of doing. And Georgia State, you know, all they can do is run the football, but it's not an offense that Old Dominion sees all the time. <laughs> so uh, if Old Dominion has that capability uh, offensively and defensively, it may be a tough matchup for them. Does that worry you at all uh, about playing this one under the total? Yeah, the Coastal game was interesting because Coastal obviously is a high-flying, fast-paced offense. I don't think that's exactly what we'll have in this game with both teams running the ball more. It's almost a slow-down college basketball-type handicap here for football. And in that Coastal game, Old Dominion outrushed them 324-88. to Coastal threw for 366 yards. So it was a faster-paced game. Um, I don't think that's what we're going to get here with Georgia State, a team that's going to run the ball, control the tempo at home. Steve Merrill, awesome stuff. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, Teddy. Uh, starting tomorrow, we're, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw some questions every now and again from somebody in the chat room. I want to bring them into the show. You know, Jim Rome built an an empire, talking, engaging with his fans, and uh, we're gonna do the same. Uh, Two hundred nine Valley mentions that uh, Tony Romo should be a coach. Two oh nine. Tony Romo makes four million dollars a year, doing pretty much nothing. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be a coach. Like, hello, I, I, Teddy. I was speaking to Rob. Rob Braley, one of our, and I've mentioned him on the show. One of the best guys ever. He's one of our, probably our top customer of all time. He actually, uh, his family owned a couple of teams in the Canadian Football League, and he was telling me strictly from a Canadian Football League perspective. These coaches sleep in their office all season long. They are working 16 to 18 hours a day all season long. Tony Romo makes $4 million bucks a year. Why the hell would he want to do any of that? Anything. Anyway, anything to add to that nonsense? When you notice who's getting into coaching after football, it's rarely the ultra-rich superstars. It's always that yeah. second tier down that still have to earn a living. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's, you know, got to earn a living, you know, and coaching is yeah. a good way to do it. Uh, but when you're rich enough, you don't have to work that uh, every day. People take advantage of that. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break, everybody. Let's get those likes up, please. Teddy's Big Game Breakdown, Art to Caesar, the presidential address, all still to come. week of October, which means we have the World Series, college football, the NFL, NHL action, the NBA, UFC, soccer, and let's not forget about that college basketball right around the corner. Since we're almost obliged to have a Halloween commercial, let's make it a scary good one. Until midnight on October 31st, no costume is required to get a 31% discount on one all-access package of your choice at both Rachel Talk and Sports Memo using coupon code BOO31 at checkout. This coupon will save you over $12 on a one-day all-access that includes any 5% plays. And it'll also save you over $18 off a 3-day all-access. Or why not go big and save over $90 off a 30-day all-access? Perhaps take over business for the next year by saving over $600 with a 12-month all-access package. Coming out to just $3.77 per day for the next 365 days. Coupon code BOO31 expires at midnight on Halloween. But remember to use it wisely as this coupon can only be used once at Wager Talk and once at Sports Memo. For my friend and I, happy Halloween.
It is time for today's big game breakdown. Let's talk some NBA on ESPN Wednesday night. The Lakers and the Nuggets. Right now, looking at the Wager Talk live odd screen, uh, I'm seeing Denver minus five and a half, down from minus six. Sharp money uh, on LA in early betting action today. Total has been bet up from the opener, looking at 229 and a half uh, right now as a prevailing current number. Look, the Lakers haven't won a game yet. And it's easy when you look at the statistical <laughs> profiles of these two teams to understand why. L.A., number 30 in offensive efficiency, and it's not close. Number one is Dallas. They're averaging 119 points per 100 possessions. Number 29 is the Clippers, who are averaging 102.3 points per 100 possessions. There's 17 points of difference between the number one team and the number 29 team in the NBA. The number 30 team, the Lakers, are at 94.2. They're more than eight points behind the number 29 team. Way off the charts. Way worse than anyone else. And when you see numbers like that, you know they're not going to last. All right. You know, the Lakers are not going to shoot 21.2% from three-point range all year long. Again, the number 29 team, Minnesota, is at 28.7. So we expect a regression to the mean for L.A. in relatively short order. And maybe more, because Westbrook's not going to play tonight. It doesn't look like Westbrook's going to play tonight uh, with a hamstring injury. And that can only be good for L.A.'s offensive flow. Denver's not ready yet. All right. This team may well be a championship contender when April, May, and June rolls around next year. But right now, they're trying to work into the rotation. Two guys who basically haven't played in a year. You know, Jamal Murray's been really sluggish. Michael Porter's been really sluggish. The rotations aren't there yet. The defensive assignments aren't there yet. It's going to be a process for Denver. This is not a team that's going to blow everyone out in October. And there's certainly a sense of urgency here for the underdog. Don't know if they're going to win, but I think they're going to keep it close. Give me the Lake Show plus the five and a half. And yeah, you do want to sprinkle a little something on the money line in this one. L.A. plus in Denver. There's your big game breakdown. Back to you, Mr. Prez. Uh, Teddy, and we're going to talk to Art about this in two seconds. You know, Wash Redskin, uh, one of our our uh, listeners, he writes, why would anybody bet the Lakers? And, you know, I was talking to somebody about this last night, specifically in regards to NFL. Um, why would anyone bet the Detroit Lions? Uh, because they cover almost every game they play. Uh, guys, don't get caught up in how bad a team is. Believe it or not, and go take a look. The really good teams are not as fun to, as are not as winning a proposition bet wise as some of the really bad teams. You know, I think Detroit is like sixteen and five or something in their last twenty one. Uh, so yeah, so don't be afraid to take those bad up. teams. Go ahead. I looked it up last night. All right. Um, so again, <laughs> uh, Merrill looked up Matt, Matt Ryan's age. I was happy to do some NFL work last night. Seeing how many teams last year finished better than set, uh, 10 and 7 against the spread. At the end of the year, you know, there's 17 games. Three teams in the NFL finished better than 10 and 7. Five teams finished worse than 7 and 10. Everybody reverts to the mean. It's not how good a team is or right. how bad a yep. team is. It's how good or bad they are in relation to their current market value. That's the key for sports betting. And at the end of the year, most of the teams will be not at 50-50. There'll be extended runs where you can buy, bet on or against a team throughout the course of a season. But at the end of the year, 
most of them are going to be pretty close to 50-50 against the spread. Teddy, I, I could be wrong, but the Detroit Lions were either 13-4 and four or 14-3 and three against the spread last year. Uh, Art the Caesar, jo- yeah. Well, this year they're even, 3-3, three and three, I think. Art the Caesar joining us. How are you, my brother? Nice to have you with us. Gentlemen, pleasure to be here as always. Hey, Art, anything oh. to add to what we've been speaking about so far before we get into your segment? Yeah, Prez, I mean, think about the Chiefs. They've been one of the best teams since Mahomes has been the quarterback. They never cover games. I mean, they covered last week, but, like, they had that yeah, run, what was it, you know, last year or the year before where they never cover games. It's just, like, the way the Chiefs are. They win a lot of games, but they don't necessarily cover cover a lot of games. So, you're right. Sometimes the really good teams that the public and all the people want to bet, they don't cover for them. Yeah, and, 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 Art, and six it makes against the spread last year. Eleven and six. Okay, still yeah. really good. But Art, it makes sense. There is logic to this because people want you know they look at the teams and they look at you know oh Green Bay is playing Detroit. Oh, Green Bay is amazing. Detroit sucks. You know, so it, there's a lot of logic, and and ultimately the market puts the line where they think the public is going to be on even sides. Uh, so it makes sense. Oh, bugger off, Teddy. Go the, ahead. The public doesn't influence any line, Lawrence. Not I don't any mean line the in any public. sport, any game. The, 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 Art, the, uh, when you're talking about where you're setting the lines, does the public have any influence on any number in any sports? I, yes or no? Yes or no? N- no. Okay. Thank you. So it's not – the public has no influence on any of these numbers. All they're worried about is who the – the big betters, the sharp money is coming in on because those are the guys they have to beat. The public will find a way to lose their money back sooner or later. The wise guys well, that's don't necessarily do sure. With the 17-team parlays. Uh, Teddy, go ahead, man. Get some actionable info out of our good pal, Art. I will. Art, we haven't talked any World Series yet. And I know, and let me, let me ask you this. Is the World Series a complete afterthought right now? You know, uh, are you getting decent action on it? Are you getting any action on it? Or is it just maybe on Friday night you'll see something, but there's not a whole lot? Yeah. Uh, talk to me about Te- World Series action. It really is, Teddy. You know, I think that's got a couple things that play into that. They played Sunday, and then they're going to play Friday. It's like we almost forgot baseball season's still going. We were talking about it last night. We were sitting back there, you know, and just Couple of, couple NHL games, couple NBA games. There was no football, and there was nothing coming across for these baseball for this baseball. And we're like, dude, nobody cares, and that could all change on Friday. There have been oh. some people who have, who have bought in on the series. You know, we have Astros minus one eighty, plus one sixty. If you're going to take the Phillies, so there's been some action for the series. But as far as Game One goes, great matchup too. Nola Verlander. There's been nothing really. I think Friday that will change, can maybe even change a little bit tomorrow. But you know, with all the other things going on, yeah, baseball is really taking a back seat. So let's talk a little NBA early season. Obviously, NBA is not on center stage just yet. But are you getting NBA action? Are you getting public NBA action? Are people betting these games? And if so, what teams are the hot teams in the betting markets right now? And how are the markets reacting to the LA Lakers? Well, early on, Teddy, you know, we always have this talk, you know, first couple weeks, even first month, month and a half, a lot of sharp play, a lot of totals that move. 
the Lakers always take money. You know, we could sit here and, you know, say, well, the Lakers are 0-10 or 0-20 or what. It doesn't matter. The Lakers take money. There's a ton of Laker fans. They have big stars. They're always going to take money. That has not changed no matter if they're, you know, right now, what are they, 0-3, 0-4. And you're right. There's been some Laker money that came in. I think the thing that has surprised me early, and we talked early in the season, how in the over-under market there was a lot of teams that were going to tank maybe and people were taking their unders. But look at the Jazz and look at the Spurs early, both 3-1. and one, yep. And teams like that were going to be teams that the, the players wanted to fade and it has not worked out early on. So I know we're three or four games into the season. You don't want to get crazy, but it's been kind of reverse of what we saw in the future over-under market. And just one game to touch on tonight, talking about the Spurs, Spurs and Timberwolves, some good over money is coming on that game. It was like 232. Now we're seeing 235. So good over money is coming on that game for tonight. Yeah. Uh, Art the Caesar joining us, everyone. At ArtDice21, an incredible Twitter follow. One of our customers asked uh, what my Twitter handle is. It's at PrezWagerTalk. Um, Art, I want to talk about NFL. Before we get into that, I have a silly question. I watched a show called Welcome to Wrexham. Wrexham's a... Uh, Division five soccer team in London, England. This show has taken the world by storm. Are you seeing bets on this team right now? No. No. Okay. NFL. <laughs> uh, what are you seeing out there in NFL? What hey, it was a fair question. That's a fair, fair question. Okay. That's fair. I mean, you're fair answer. Uh, what are, what are you so, seeing no, in the NFL? No. Oh, shut up, Teddy. What are you seeing I, I in the NFL? In. No. No. Okay, go ahead. Jump Get in. It did. Jump Prez in. watches a show. All right. He likes it. Therefore, it's taking the world by storm. Oh, and really? Whole, and so, boy, do you ever sound stupid. Division That's okay, soccer. everybody. Teddy is having a moment of stupidity. It's acceptable. Maybe you should go and look to see how big the show has become before you just assume it hasn't. Anyway, Art, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, what bets are you taking on this game? What are you seeing anywhere else in the NFL card that we need to know about? Yeah, we absolutely have to touch on that game tomorrow. You know, it's a good matchup on paper. I think it was going to be one of the key Thursday night matchups. When you looked at a preseason, obviously the Bucks really haven't been that good, but we've taken – Two pretty good-sized bets from respected players on the Bucks at plus one and a half. We're now sitting at Pick'em. So a lot of Tampa money has come in. We, re we recognize there will be some buyback on the Ravens, but we moved off two respected bettors who took the Bucks plus one and a half. Like I said, now sitting at the Pick'em. The London game, Denver and Jacksonville. You know, Jacksonville, basically, London's their second home. They always go there. Denver money came in at plus three, now sitting at two and a half. So some early Denver money came in. Over money on the Dolphins-Lions was 49.5. Got to as high as 52. It's now come back down a little bit at 51.5. And, and then a AFC South matchup. Titans go to the Texans. Texans, one of those divisional home dogs who got money early. Plus four, plus three and a half. So good sharp money came in on those numbers. It's now at two. So... Texans have taken money as a home dog. There's something that I really find, I don't know why I find it funny, all right, but whenever the, the uh, Westgate Superbook, the picture comes up behind you, 
It's got Rex Ryan next to Captain Obvious. And I don't know why that juxtaposition makes me laugh. Uh, but something about Rex Ryan next to Captain Obvious and the uh, uh, screens behind you, of course. Uh, speaking of uh, the West, there it is right there. We have the Westgate Superbook. What's going on at the Westgate uh, that we need to talk about and we need to promote? Uh, of course, Art on Twitter, at ArtDice21. But uh, the sports book he represents is a sports book we recommend. Well, as always, Teddy, you know, when I come in on Wednesdays, I always like to throw out that minus 105 Thursdays. You know, reduced juice Thursdays is always a really good thing for people to come in and take advantage of. Put those lines out about, you know, 1, 2 o'clock on a Thursday. That's both NFL and college, sides and totals. You can come in. You don't pay the standard minus 110. You pay minus 105 on the juice. Basically runs all day. Come in and take advantage of that. And, you know, if no one has signed up for the app yet and you're a brand new user, you can take advantage of our app promotion for the football season. You sign up, you're a new user, you bet 100, you get 100. So it's basically free $100 roll. And nice. you know, I don't see why you wouldn't take advantage of that. So you know, take advantage of both of those things. And if anyone ever needs any help taking advantage of any of the promos or anything we got going down at the Westgate, you come down, you ask for Arthur DeCesar, and I'll help you out with whatever you need. Last question for Art. Just got a minute left with him. We haven't touched on college football yet. Anything stand out this week? On the college football card, who do the pros like? Who do the Joes like? Yeah, uh, SEC matchup. Missouri at South Carolina. Sharp money came in at five and a half for Missouri. We're now sitting at four. And then, you know, I always got to throw a MAC game in there. I love the MAC. Toledo at Eastern Michigan. There was some Toledo quarterback issues with Daquan Finn. It was six and a half. Good sharp money came in when people felt that he would play. It's now gotten to seven. So Toledo at Eastern Michigan was six and a half. Now sitting at seven. Art to Caesar, everyone. Please, if you're visiting the Westgate, visit Art. I was visiting the Westgate a couple of weeks ago, and I visited Art. Uh, and it was a pleasure, dude. Um, and Steve Merrill is going to be coming down to collect a check from you shortly. Good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's for me, him, Jay Money, Marco, and Kelly. I think it's uh, 17 and a half thousand or something like that. Anyway, Art to Caesar, we love having you every Wednesday, my brother. We'll see you next week. Daniel's son, we have hit our 100 likes. Let's go. All right, it's time for the Daily Presidential Address. And man, I have been killing it in this section of the Wager Talk Today show. If you guys are watching this on Twitter, make sure to check out Wager Talk Today. Teddy Covers and myself had Tokyo, Brandon, Steve Merrill, and of course, Art to Caesar on. Uh, it was an excellent show. Uh, as for uh, what's what I have going today, pretty easy. I have one NHL plate with my clients. I have started the season nine and four in NHL. I have three NBA plays for my clients. I've started the NBA season one and one, uh, which is acceptable because tomorrow I will have started at four and one. I got two bets for you guys tonight. It's a small hockey card, so only one hockey bet, and that is the New York Islanders minus 130 against the New York Rangers. Rangers are playing in a back-to-back -back situation. They got an emotional, uh, well, they didn't. they got an emotional point last night against Colorado. They were down 2-1 with six to go in the game. They tied it up. They lost in a shootout. 
Uh, and I also like the Toronto Raptors tonight. That's not a homer pick. I actually am not the biggest fan of the Toronto Raptors. I don't care about them. Uh, but they're plus two against Philadelphia. So uh, there you go, New York Islanders and the Toronto Raptors. I'm taping the NFL presidential address today. So stay tuned for when that will go up. Uh, and also take advantage of our promo, everybody. It's Boo31. That's B-O-O-31. That's 31 percent off of any package uh, from any handicapper over at Wager Talk, and it is active until October 31st, midnight. Teddy, my brother, I haven't had a shawarma in three days. I'm having one in about 10 minutes. Take us home. Yeah, clearly it's shawarma time uh, for the press. That's going to wrap it for the Wednesday edition of Wager Talk today. We'll do it again tomorrow, same time, same channel, right here on Wager Talk TV. Between now and then, you know what to do. Enjoy the games and good luck. Boo. Yes, it's the final week of October, which means we have the World Series, college football, the NFL, NHL action, the NBA, UFC, soccer, and let's not forget about that college basketball right around the corner. Since we're almost obliged to have a Halloween commercial, let's make it a scary good one. Until midnight on October 31st, no costume is required to get a 31% discount on one all-access package of your choice at both Wager Talk and Sports Memo using coupon code BOO31 at checkout. This coupon will save you over $12 on a one-day all-access that includes any 5% plays. And it'll also save you over $18 off of your day all-access. Or why not go big and save over $90 off of your day all-access? Or perhaps take over business for the next year by saving over $600 with the 12-month all-access package. Coming out to just $3.77 per day for the next 365 days. Coupon code BOO31 expires at midnight on Halloween. But remember to use it wisely as this coupon can only be used once at Wager Talk and once at Sports Memo. From my friend and I, happy Halloween.